Good morning, you're listening to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Har. We're at Surface the second day of the show, and I'm in the WFCA lounge, and I'm with Scott Humphrey, the CEO, and with Samuel Crin, the incoming chairman. How you guys doing? Doing great. Great to see you, Kemp, as always. Fantastic, Kemp. We're going to talk about the initiatives for the WFCA. First, let's cover some background information. Start with you, Sam. You are the fourth-generation leader of O'Krentz Flooring in San Antonio. You and your wife run it. Your wife had a great job in an accounting firm a long time ago. Some things happened at uh, O'Krentz, and she quit her job, and the two of y'all have been running that for many years now, right? Many years. Unfortunately, in 1997, I lost my grandfather and father two months apart. And so as a young 36-year-old man, I had Oakrent Floors along with a, another company. And Margie came in at that time to help us out. And it stuck. And, and we're one of those lucky couples that can be together 24-7. And so thrilled that eight years ago, our nephew has joined us. And uh, he'll be 40 this year. And he's the new rock star. He's the fifth generation to, to run our 109-year-old family business. I met him just the other night. And I asked him, hey, what are you going to change? And you've already got him focused on some of the things that a young person coming in needs to look at. And that's that uh, whole digital world and, and how you can automate. He says he's given all your RSAs iPads now, and right. now they can't live without them, right? They can't live without them. It was funny. We had all of our RSAs. We've got... It, been around 109 years. We've got some people that have been with us a long time, not quite that long. <laughs> we knew that the older guys were going to be the ones that were most difficult to convert over. They were the ones that would scream and kick if we were to try to take those away from them now. But yeah, Jason is the prime example as to what's lacking in our industry. You know, we are an older industry and from a technology standpoint, we have never kept up as an industry. So all of the things that are happening out there from the digital world and technologies, it's wonderful to see for our business, and we know that's where the future is going. We've got to embrace it. A little bit more. Got started 1915. Family owned the whole time. You don't have to be named Sam, though, to run it, right? Because Jason's going to do it next. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. My great-grandfather was our, our founder, and that was Samuel O'Krent. I know it. Followed by Ted O'Krent, yeah. my grandfather, Arthur, and me, and... Now, Jason, you don't have to be a Sam to run it. <laughs> okay, right. What's that song? I'm Henry VIII. You're, you're Sam the Third. Right? <laughs> Another thing I want to point out: you a massive. Uh, I think I think you claim you have the largest showroom in Texas, thirty-four thousand square feet, three stories with a grand staircase, quite a showroom, and you were Abbey for many years, and probably one of the largest Abbey dealers. And then several years ago, you switched over, and you're an NFA member now, right? Correct. Yeah, we had a great relationship with Abbey for 25 years, and three years ago, we moved over to NFA. It's been a great move for us. We're very proud, and we still have good, strong relationships over with Abbey as well. I've always been impressed. You and I have served together on the marketing committee with the FCIF. You know how to lead. You know how to uh, drive a process. And so we're excited to have you in this role. Scott, let's cut to you for just a second. You've been CEO of the WFCA for 11 years now, right? That's correct. Right at 11. And you had a long career with Shaw before that, right? Yeah, I was at Shaw for 25 years in a lot of different capacities. Started as a sales trainee into recruiting, training, leadership development, and then ran the Shaw Flooring Network before I came over. You used to write a column for our magazine, sure right? Did. People power. Okay, so let's get to the initiatives. You, you're stepping into this role. It was just recently announced. You've known you were going to get it because you were chair-elect, right? Well, I have been chair-elect for the last two years, and it's been a, uh, a long history with the WFCA. This is actually on my, I'm on my second tour of duty with the WFCA. I was involved for nine years and stepped down out of my role. I was on the executive team and, and ready to step into chairmanship, but I stepped away 
because at that time, I didn't think the WFCA was doing what it needed to do for the industry. Felt like there was a big focus on holding on to our cash reserves, making sure that we didn't spend the money. And I thought the money was there to spend on the industry, to better the industry. So I stepped away for about six or seven years and got a phone call from Scott one day that I had been nominated to come back on the board, and he tells the story better. Yeah, so I called Sam, and I said, Sam, we've been talking about this, and we'd like for you to come back on the board. He said, oh, no, you don't want me. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I say what I think. And I said, well, I think that's exactly what we want. We don't want people that all say the same thing. And we have the same heartbeat. If you die with a lot of money, you still die. But if you have an impact with the money that you had, that will outlive you. And that's what we'd like to see happen over the next few years. We do some good for the industry. So what's the saying? You want to be the change that you hope to create, yes. right? I like that. Yeah, absolutely. When you ask about initiatives of what we want to do, it's really more of the involvement, having an impact on the industry. We are the organization that's, that is in a position to actually make an impact on the industry. Everybody else that does something, manufacturers as great as they are, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it for them. We are going to do something for us for the industry to improve the industry. Two key things right there that we're gonna be kicking off is first off our SEAL leadership program. You'll hear a lot more about that soon. It's an opportunity to not only develop leader, we feel like if we, the best impact we can have is having an impact on the individuals that are in this industry and help them become better leaders because that will extend throughout their own organizations and the SEAL leadership program, and I'll let Scott explain it more, but the leadership program itself will not only improve people on their business life and their teams, but also personal life. And that's one of our key initiatives is getting that word out. Okay, Scott, do you wanna to add to that? Yeah, SEAL's really designed as a life leadership program. It doesn't have anything to do with the flooring industry. We partnered with a good friend of mine, Randy Gravitt, who, along with Mark Miller, who has written about 17 leadership books and was the lead trainer for Chick-fil-A for about 25 years. Together, they've created a program that's video-based, self-timed, but gives you some application and really challenges you to do that. Kemp, you were one of the ones that went through the pilot with us, so I know you've had some experience with that as well. I was really impressed with all the content and uh, the things you need to actually reflect and think about. So it's a good program. So, so that's well said, Kim, because it's common sense. It's just not common practice. Most of the things it tells you are things that at one point you did in your life to get where you are. We just kind of got in the routine and forgot about those things. So it's a, if nothing else, it's a phenomenal reminder of what great leaders do. And I'm sure you're going to focus some on installer training, right? Absolutely. It's the biggest issue that our industry has, whether everybody knows it or not. Our installers, you look around, they are older. It's not an old man sport. We need young people coming into it. And WFCA is the, the one that's in the position to help get that going, of which we started the Floor Covering Education Foundation. We were the, put in a million dollars of seed money into that a few years ago. And now the key is, how do we keep it going? Because this is not a, a short-term solution. It's, it's long-term, which will take a lot of money, which will take a lot of involvement. As the retail industry, we could all do more if we can install more. We're, we're, we're getting into trouble from having to delay installs because we can't install as much product. So what we are asking all retailers to do is to commit to a, a donation to the Floor Covering Educa Education Foundation of $100 per month. And if, if they were to do that, it would have dramatic changes on our industry. Dramatic changes. Yeah, if everyone would give a little, we could do a lot. 
We're not asking for a major sacrifice from any one person. We're just saying it's an industry problem. Everybody needs to solve it, not worry necessarily about where you're going to get immediate benefit from it, because ultimately it will help sustain retail. Actually, you guys have made a lot of progress because this Deb DeGraff pilot she did up in Michigan, you know, to be able to bring it local Mm -hmm. and develop the curriculum. So you've laid the foundation. We just need to continue to fund it. And I think the mills are stepping up, the suppliers in the business, the retailers need to as well, right? Yeah, a lot of the mills have, but a lot of them have not. And that's what we asked people yesterday. We had a panel discussion on the main stage and we just said, talk to your suppliers. Ask them to be a part of this. The major ones, Shaw, Mohawk, Engineer Floors, Mannington, Dixie, all of those have done something, but there are a lot that have not done anything, and it's everyone's issue. The support of the retail trade, and it's difficult for a retailer who is so focused on their own business to look beyond their walls and realize that this is an industry crisis. We all keep things so close to ourselves and don't want to give our competitors an advantage. This has nothing to do with that. This is the, the lifeblood of the floor covering industry. If it's not installed, it's just a plank, right? Correct. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) One of our board members, Tiffany Harker, said it best. She's been donating now for, I think, almost two years of $100 a month. And she says, I'm doing it because I, with the knowledge that this will not impact my business at all, at least for the long term. Because there's, there's nobody that's going to be, there's not going to be another new installer that's going to knock on my door because I'm doing this right now. But it will eventually. The more, more youth that we can attract to our industry, the better off we are. I mean, you think of somebody that's not going to go to, to college, they're going to go to a trade school, and they're looking at automobile, they're looking at HVAC and plumbing, and floor covering is not even there. Today, we're starting to make some small inroads with trade schools and technical schools that are starting to embrace the Floor Covering Education Foundation, where we can give scholarships where they, to go to their training programs. And yes, it's starting in Georgia, and we're going to work our way across the country. It sounds great, but it takes a lot of money and a lot of support. And as great of a start as we've had at the beginning, if we don't continue that money coming in, it will die. It needs that that funding. We're about to run out of time. We've covered those two big ones. You're going to help bring in more trained installers and teach people what kind of career they can make in the business. And you're going to make better leaders out of many of the people that work in this business, right? That's the goal. Okay. All right. Good to spend time with you. Again, been talking to Sam O'Krent, the incoming chairman of the WFCA, and Scott Humphreys, the CEO. And you've been listening to Kemp Parr and FloorDaily.net.